Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Pretty boy. Tony. It's Tuesday with Tony Cass on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, don't want to keep Tony waiting. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Mindy Winkler filling in for Big Nige. We got Chris Hammer running around here somewhere. Uh, let's connect with Tony Katz. Tuesdays with Tony. Tony, we got a number of places we could start at here, but let's start here in Indiana. I know you've talked about this. We've talked about it. The Indiana congressional candidate and veteran who basically had her sexual assault outed by her opponent and then a liberal writer, Adam Wren. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on this, Tony. Uh, my... And I, I discussed it today in, in depth, uh, my uh, absolute disgust with the Indianapolis media writ large, uh, Indiana media, uh, save WIBC. Uh, you have medical records, I shouldn't say medical records, military records that are alleged stolen mm. and alleged stolen by a, congr- a member of Congress. And no one's reporting on this. No one talks about it. No one discusses it. No one shares it. We're the only people having this conversation about the possibility of Frank Mervan, a Democrat, getting this information and giving it to a Politico reporter who has been a non-journalist in Indiana for years now in a piece that wasn't necessary and a statement in the piece that wasn't necessary to try and embarrass Jennifer Ruth Green, uh, humiliate, insult, disparage, destroy, smear. I don't even know what they were going for. It's madness. But how did they get the records? And there is not a single reporter as of yet in Indiana, never mind Indianapolis, that is engaged in this conversation. It's just more important that you read off the teleprompter and you get invited to the good parties. It is akin, in my view, to what happened in two nights of rioting, Hammer, that you and I talk about all the time. Where was Mayor Joe Hogsett? Nobody does a FOIA request. Nobody wants to know what his phone records were from those nights. Nobody wants to know what his emails were from that night. How is he making sure that the city was safe while banks were being set on fire and dumpsters were set on fire and rolled down uh, the, the middle of the street. No one. The amount of actual reporting that takes place in Indiana, in Indianapolis, is nil at best. When the Indy Star wants to do a story about Larry Nasser, man, they could do it right. It was an incredible bit of reporting. But if it doesn't fit some level of narrative, they don't do the story. It's obscene. I don't get it. I'm disgusted by it. And if I lose friends in the vaunted Indianapolis media, you know, I'll sleep fine. My thing is, where's the outrage from every female out there and the fact, and every victim in particular that this was allowed to be even be presented, as you mentioned, and where how they were able to gain access to it? How many other people are they able to gain access to? The problem here, uh, Mindy, is that... Um, Uh, Jennifer Ruth Green is a Republican. 
You see, if Jennifer Ruth Green were a Democrat, we would be talking about how this is an attack on women, how this is an attack right. specifically on black women. But because she's a Republican, you see, she's not really black and she's not really a woman. That is how it's viewed. If you're black and Republican, you're not really black. If you're woman and Republican, you're not really woman. If you're Jewish and, 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 and conservative, I usually say as conservative, you're not really uh, Jewish, uh, gay, whatever it is you want to put in there. This is how they view it. And it is extremely obvious because when we play that game, Mindy, we play the game, what if it were uh, a Republican or what if it were a Democrat? You understand where the result would be. So therefore, heretofore, however you want to say it, <laughs> uh, you, you, you realize that the bias is incredibly, incredibly real. And the media apparatus of Indianapolis has failed remarkably. And Tony, the self-admitted pencil neck who wrote this story, and I say that because he outed himself as a pencil neck after a segment Greg Garrison had done on our program, he's Mr. Billy Badass when it comes to trying to go after the conservatives or when he wants attention, he'll come at WIBC. But now, Mr. Twitter Tough Guy, if you scroll through his Twitter timeline, this story that he should be so proud to have out there, he doesn't want to talk about it. He's back to doing what he does best, uh, carrying the water for Pete Buttigieg, ripping on Mike Pence. I think that speaks volumes that this guy, this reporter, is basically ashamed of his own work now that he's getting a little bit of heat. I don't, I don't know uh, whether he's ashamed or, or, or not. Uh, I, I try not to uh, pay much attention uh, to him. He, he, not, not a journalist, right? Just, just not a journalist. I think that's the, the, the key. And let us ask why Politico and the Indianapolis Monthly uh, think that he is. I think that's a legitimately good question, especially when, when you look at this. Uh, I think what's, what's important here, and what at least what's I'm focused on, don't get me wrong, bad reporting, and non-reporting and this kind of yellow journalism uh, that he's engaged in is despicable and worth discussing. Where these records come from? How did he end up with them? Who got them to him? And was it a sitting member of Congress? Tuesdays with Tony. Tony Katz joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Um, you talked about Tulsi Gabbard uh, to kick off your program today, leaving the Democratic Party. She puts out this video. She's explaining why... Does this move the needle at all this close to midterms? I, so my argument is, uh, I think, a default one, which is I don't think so. I don't really think so. But the, 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 the video she made has me asking a fair amount of questions, especially when she talks about uh, uh, my, my like-minded, independent Democrats. To whom is she speaking? <laughs> right. Well, wait, wait, right. I'm with you, Mindy. As a top line joke, that could be pretty funny. Take it out of the joke for a second, because I had to do the same thing. Take it out of the joke. And now let's ask ourselves in the most serious, you, me, hammer on the bar stool. Hammer's already fallen off. We have to put him back on. <laughs> the, the three of us at the bar stool, to whom is she speaking? What if there is the possibility that the video is purposeful and she's actually in her head speaking to someone or someones? Who is that? What do, does she expect them to do? I don't think she's talking to the Democratic Party writ large, and I don't think she's becoming a Republican. She's not a Republican. I don't think she's even so much creating her own political party. I, I haven't seen a, a, a whiff of that. 
to whom is she speaking to? Because I don't think she's speaking to just America. I thought right at the end there, I've gone over it and over and over it. Is she speaking to anybody specific? And that's my question. That's the question I would ask Tulsi Gabbard. So last night, I clearly hate myself, so I went back and watched a little bit of the Ohio Senate race. <laughs> I needed something to do after the Monday night football game. So I'm laying in bed. I rewatched the uh, Senate race with Ohio, and anybody with two eyes and open ears can see that last night, I don't know about the campaign, but last night, J.D. Vance handed Tim Ryan his ass. But Tim Ryan had a good zinger in there, and that's what gets carried by the Hill. That's what gets carried by Politico. That's the one thing I see all over uh, the news networks. Um, midterms are approaching. We're less than 30 days away here, Tony. Ohio's in play. Georgia's in play. There's drama in Arizona. What are you looking at? In, in in all these races, uh, does it matter? Do I have to pick a specific state or no? I, whatever or interests you, big picture. Um, the big picture is if we are going to now allow an argument to take place in Georgia uh, that Herschel Walker, the Republican nominee for Senate, paid for someone's abortion, even though it's only alleged, and this is proof positive of Republican hypocrisy, and they'll do anything for power. John Fetterman, the Democratic Senate candidate in Pennsylvania, cannot complete a sentence. The man is not well. I, I'm not a doctor. All I am is a, a pretty observant cat. He's not well. He cannot complete a sentence. And the Democrats are convinced that they should support him. Robert Reich, the former labor secretary under Bill Clinton, put out a tweet today. You got to support these candidates because if we get these to win, then we can codify Roe v. Wade in the Senate. You mean you'll put a guy who won't understand the legislation in in front of him on the Senate floor to vote so you get your way? This is insane. If you think that supporting Herschel Walker is somehow hypocrisy, but you're okay with supporting John Fetterman, I don't know what else to do. Uh, Democrats voting for Fetterman when they know he's not all right is beyond my comprehension and is is all the proof you need that we are in the most ugly of spots. That's the race I'm watching. Why is it that the Republican Party should have, like, you know, really taken advantage of this and said, look, yes, Herschel Walker allegedly paid for this abortion, but he, he, he's been living with that guilt and has decided that this is, was not a good thing. Why didn't they take that stance instead of just letting it come off as just hypocrisy? People change as they age and grow. So I'm uh, an understand. I, I believe that this to be true. Uh, one of the arguments is is that this uh, paid for abortion happened in 2009. Um, exactly how much growth happens in in 12 years, 13 years. Uh, but you are absolutely correct that they should have gotten ahead of the thing, and they didn't. And and that's an issue. The other side of this is I have not seen the left. They, they, they don't have a conversation on energy security. They don't have a conversation on the border. They don't have a conversation on Ukraine. They don't have a conversation on China. But, man, they will punch you and your sister if you talk about abortion. This is – when we talk about cult, 
Good Lord, this is the only thing that moves them? This and, of course, supporting the idea uh, that children can decide their gender. These are the two things that they plan on winning elections on. <laughs> right. um, best of luck, because if, well, I shouldn't say it that way. If they can win on those two things, uh, bad news ahead for all of us. What's coming up on your big shows tomorrow? Uh, what was I going to talk about tomorrow? I, I had uh, something that I wanted to get into that I forget right now. You, you were going to talk about how me. good Jason Hammer looks when he wears khaki shorts. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen you in in khaki shorts. Is, is it true that part of a night with WIBC, you will be in khaki shorts? Uh, you're gonna have to buy a ticket and find out, or scalp a ticket because I believe it's sold out. I think it's sold out too. I'm telling you right now, if people scalp their night with WIBC tickets, I will smile. <laughs> I want scalpers and I want a tailgate outside. I want people like with their grills doing beer bongs. That's a great idea. That's what I want to happen. Yeah, I want them inside. <laughs> grills and beer bongs inside. <laughs> well, I think that's going to be what uh, Tony's going to do for your 20-minute set on the stage, though. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, mine's really good. I've been doing some special stretches for it. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, I don't know what he's talking about tomorrow, but I guarantee it's going to be a hell of a show. He's on social media at Tony Katz. Facebook is Tony Katz Radio. TK, thank you. Thank you. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.